Without you holding my hand, the mountains too high and the valleys too wide. Down on my knees, I feel your grace. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to our Ash Wednesday, Wednesday service. It's a great pleasure to have you here in sanctuary or online for this evening. As we remember that we are dust and to dust we shall return but for the grace of God. That calls us out of death into life. So tonight we remember that and we prepare ourselves for this journey of Lent. For Lent begins tonight and we'll be, be remembering that each week until we celebrate together Holy Week and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. So tonight we begin that journey. And we begin that journey by marking ourselves with a cross of ashes to remind ourselves that we are from the dust but also to remind ourselves that we have been nourished and fed by Jesus' very body and blood that will also be served this evening. If you're not able to come up to receive ashes or communion, we will come to you, so just be aware of that. So don't worry, we want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to receive the ashes and as well as communion. One of the things that we always do when we gather for worship is remind ourselves what we believe God is calling us to be about. So I invite you to join with me as we uh, proclaim together our mission statement. Here at Desert Hills Luther Church, we celebrate grace. We make disciples who make a difference. May it be so among us this Lenten season and also every day of our lives. Once again, we begin our Lenten journey next Wednesday. And for the next five Wednesdays after that, we will be having soup supper at 6 p.m., Follow with a hymn sing at 645 and then worship at 7. For our midweek services this year, we are going to be focusing on the promises of baptism. And how baptism reminds us who we are. And we see that this Sunday when Jesus uh, is reminded who he is as he's sent out into the wilderness after his own baptism. So that will be our Lenten theme this year. Also on Sundays, we're talking about the conversations Jesus has through the various Gospels, mainly focusing on the Gospel of John. Once again, it is a joy and honor to have you here this evening, again, in Sanctuary or online. We'll now begin our worship with a time of confession and words of forgiveness. And so we continue in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us confess our sins together. Loving and gracious God, as we begin our Lenten journey with Jesus to the cross, we confess that we have not carried our own crosses faithfully. All too often, we have avoided opportunities to serve you when the cost was more than we were willing to pay. We have shrunk back from opportunities to share our faith with those around us. And too often we have witnessed to our faith only when it was convenient. We have been reluctant to stand for those things that are morally and spiritually right 
because of our fear of rejection. So we not only confess our sin and ask for your forgiveness, but we also ask that in this Lenten season, we might find new strength to live our lives faithfully with courage and integrity. We ask this in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. We remember now the words in 1 John. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And as a minister in the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, I affirm the good news of our gospel that our sins are forgiven in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We sing our opening hymn. Traveling down a lonely highway, I knew not where the road would end. Not a penny in my pocket, all alone without a friend in a little country village i met a man and he was blind and as i helped him cross the highway oh lord i cried his burdens are greater than mine I can see the light of day, I need not feel my way, yes, thy burdens are greater than mine. Medellin, while on my travels, trying hard to play the game, though his leg was very crippled and he could not speak his name yet he smiled in understanding no life to him had been unkind and as I watched I cried in sorrow oh I see his burdens are greater than mine. I can speak my name aloud, make my way among the crowd. Yes, his burdens are greater than mine. Just by chance, I passed a graveyard. I saw a young man kneeling there. In his hand, there were some roses. On his lips, there was a prayer. 
On a stone these words were written. Your soul is God's, your memory mine. And as I watched, I cried in sorrow. Oh, Lord, I see his burdens are greater than mine. Today's first scripture reading is from 2 Corinthians, selected verses from chapters 5 and 6. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. We put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, and in sincere love, in truthful speech, and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and not yet killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor, yet making many rich, having nothing, and yet possessing everything. The word of the Lord. I want Jesus to walk with me. I want Jesus to walk with me. All along my pilgrim journey. Lord, I want Jesus to walk with me. In my trials, Lord, walk with me. In my trials, Lord, walk with me. When my heart is almost breaking, 
Lord, I want Jesus to walk with me. When I'm in trouble, Lord, walk with me. When I'm in trouble, Lord, walk with me. When my head is bowed in sorrow, Lord, I want Jesus to walk with me. Today's second scripture reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, selected verses from chapter 6. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen, and your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and vermins do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you on this night as we remember the ashes. As we remember all that God has and will do for us. God's peace this night. Whether here in sanctuary or online. Who sees you? 
Who sees you? That's kind of the question that Jesus is proposing to us this evening. Who's watching you? As you listen to tonight's text, you may be wondering, should I even be up here saying God's word or should we be praying aloud? Are we violating what Jesus is talking about when the hypocrites get up and make beautiful prayers? Or people proclaim the word of God. Is that what Jesus is against? That we should do everything in secret? None of us should know what the other one is doing? Or is Jesus trying to remind us about what it means to be a person of faith? Who's watching you? If you listen to tonight's text, you'll see over and over again the fact that the people who are doing these great events for the name of God are making sure that people see them. They want to be recognized. They want to be known. They want to be seen by others. And Jesus says, if that's your goal, if your goal is to be seen by others, then you've gotten your reward. What Jesus reminds us is that this journey of faith is not about being seen by others or what others think of you. It's about being seen by God and what God knows about you. Think about our lives. Think about how much of our lives are lived based upon what we think other people think about us or know about us. Don't we spend a lot of our times wondering about how people perceive us? How we're seen by others? I remember one time I was counseling this young woman and we were talking about, you know, her parents wanted her to do these things and she would like to do them, but she was bound and determined not to let her parents control her life. So instead of doing what her parents suggested and what she herself wanted to do, Instead, she refused to do it because she didn't want them to be right. So she gave up an opportunity to live her life. Haven't we done that before? Haven't we sometimes dug our heels in? I don't care what you say, I'm not going to do it. Even if you want to do it. Because you're so worried about that other person. Or maybe... Maybe we spend a lot of our lives trying to get everyone else's opinion about what we should or shouldn't do. So that maybe at one group we act this way, and another group we act this way, and another group we act this way. That's what the word hypocrite means. The word hypocrite is about actors and actresses that would put masks on during the Roman and Greek plays and act the parts. It wasn't who they are. It was simply how they were acting at that particular moment. And if we're all honest with ourselves, we spend a lot of our lives pretending to be something that we're not. Because we want to make sure that we fit in or that we're seen in the right places with the right people or seen the right way. Or maybe we spend most of our lives trying to control everyone else. Pointing out what's wrong in their lives. And how we can help them fix their lives. If we're honest, most of our time is spent worrying about the other. What they're doing or not doing. Or how they perceive us or not perceive us. 
And Jesus tells us if we live our lives that way, we'll miss out on life. If you're controlled by what other people think or don't think of you, you will always be in a state of flux. You will never be truly who you are. You will constantly be wearing a mask and never really revealing yourself. That Jesus wants us to live our lives for who we are. And what Jesus says today to us is that God sees you for who you are. And you are of value. So you don't need to worry about what other people think or don't think of you. You don't need to give them authority over your life because God's the one that has authority over your life. It is God who created you. It is God who knew you and knows you. That's where your reward is found, is living in the life that God has given you. This precious gift of life. That when we spend our lives so concerned about others, we don't live life. We live in fear. We live seeking that next reward by that next person or event or thing that we have. But it will never fill the hole you have. It will never really satisfy you. Because you'll always be worried about the next time. The next person. The next situation. God wants you to know. God watches you. God knows you. Your struggles. Your joys. God knows your thoughts. And your hopes. And God is pleased to dwell with you. God is pleased to have you as part of God's family. God does not want you to be influenced by the desires of the world, but be confident in God's desires for you. This Sunday, we begin Lent on Sunday, this weekend. And on this weekend, you'll hear, in fact... That Jesus, as soon as he's baptized, gets sent out into the wilderness. And there Jesus is tempted. And what is he tempted about? Who are you? If you are the son of God, then act this way. Do these things. Be this way. And isn't that so often our own temptation? <laughs> do this. Be that. Don't do this. And if we do these things, somehow we'll feel worthy. <laughs> but the reality is, we don't. Because your worthiness is not dependent upon what you do or do not do. Your worthiness is dependent upon who you are as God's beloved. As God's chosen. As the one who God loves. And there we find our reward. There our treasure is built up in God's kingdom and not in the desires of this world or the expectations of others. But in what God knows of you. That's the call of this Lenten journey. The Lenten journey is not about giving up things or trying harder. What the Lenten journey is about is to realize that without God, we're just dust. Without God, our lives 
are not all that they can be, that God is the one that gives us that purpose and meaning, that we find our identity in the promises of God. That's why for this midweek series during Lent, we're going to be talking about the promises of baptism, because it is in our baptism that we find and ground our identity. It's in baptism that we know who we are. And where our lives have purpose and meaning. That's where we find it. So many of you, when you walked in today, received a pocket cross. And what I invite you to do is to place this cross somewhere where you'll keep running into it. Run into it. So maybe you have it in your pocket. And when you go to grab your keys out of your pocket, oh, you pull out the cross instead. Wherever you can place in a place that you can recognize what God has done for you on the cross. To remind you of God's promises given to you. This Lenten journey. To remind you you're more than the expectations and demands of others. You're more about than your failures or your successes. You are grounded in this promise of God. And then I invite you also this Lenten journey... When you're washing your face at night or in the morning, when you splash that water and you feel the wetness hit your skin, to be reminded of the waters of baptism when it was poured upon you. And the words that were spoken over you, you are a child of God, you are the beloved, you have been marked and sealed with the cross of Christ forever. That's who you are. It's not what your neighbor thinks. It's not the expectations of someone else. It is who God claims you to be. And that, sisters and brothers in Christ, that is where we find our freedom. That's where we find our hope. That is where our treasure is. And what God has done for us. And because of that, we can now live new lives. We can live lives not trying to fulfill the expectations of someone else, but living out the promises of God for us and about us. So remember the cross. Remember what Jesus has done for you. Remember the water poured over you. And when you seek the approval of someone else, remember you already have God's approval. When you're wondering if you're good enough, remember Jesus died for you. When you wonder, what is my life about? Remember your life is a gift given for you. Each day, a gift to live in this relationship with a God who loves you and longs to be with you. That's the gift of Lent. We get the gift of spending time and reflecting that we are just but we are just at dust and we return to dust. But for the grace of God, even in our death, we hear words of life. And with that God that was there at our first breath, we'll be there at our last breath with new life and God's promise. You are my beloved. I have marked you and sealed you with the Holy Spirit now and forever.
and I will never leave you. That's your value. Amen. Our worship continues as we affirm our faith, as we confess together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We continue by receiving our evening offering. Forty days to wander, forty days to die to self, forty days to grow stronger as faith breaks open the gates of hell. The Jubilee is over, but grace is far from gone. In the hearts of the faithful, broken on the wheels of love. And in the desert of temptation lies the storm of true conversion, where springs of living water drown and refresh you. And as the Jordan pours out change, your true self is all that remains, where springs of living water bind and break you. Forty days to remember the Paschal sacrifice. Forty days to discover his passion calls us to new life. The Jubilee is over, but mercy's far from gone. In the arms of the Father, as the wayward child comes home. Cause in the desert of temptation lies the storm of true conversion where springs of living water drown and refresh you as the Jordan pours out change your true self is all that remains where springs of living water bind and break you bind and break you Let us pray. Gracious God, out of your love and mercy, you breathed into dust the breath of life, creating us to serve you in our neighbors. Call forth our prayers and acts of kindness and strengthen us to face our mortality with confidence in the mercy of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord.
who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In preparation, just a few instructions. Note that when you are brought forward with the ushers, you'll be receiving the imposition of ashes and then immediately doing communion with the bread and the wine. Again, on the wine part, the dark color is the wine, the light color is the grape juice. Please stand as we hear the promise. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in the remembrance of me. Amen. Again, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to all to drink, saying, Take and drink, all of you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you and for all people. For the forgiveness of sin, do this in the remembrance of me. We pray together the prayer which our Lord taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Receive this body of Christ broken for you. Take and drink the blood of Christ shed for you and for your forgiveness in Christ's sake. Amen. You may be seated. Please join with me in prayer. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of immortality and penitence. So that we may remember that only by your gracious gift are we given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. For those of you who are online, I invite you to mark yourself as a sign of the ashes that are being presented here tonight. And to know again of God's love and grace as we receive God's gifts. I invite now Pastor Barb and Pastor Joan to come forward for the ashes. Thy power throughout 
Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When through the Forest glades I wander and hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees. When I look down from lofty mountain grandeur and hear the brook and feel the gentle then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou sent him to die I scarce can take it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing he bled to take away my sin then sings my soul
Tonight, following our blessing, you're invited to remain in the sanctuary if you would like to have some time of quiet and contemplation. Um, note that God continues to be with us as we go through this Lenten journey. And so tonight, we hear that blessing. As people of God, God's chosen Son, Jesus Christ, has blessed us with the mark of, of the cross for all eternity. So we go in peace in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.